My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Okay, so... uh... Hello, everyone. This is Molly McCartney. Welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. And today we are interviewing Raylynn McDonald. She's a feminine embodiment coach, intuitive, and, and several other beautiful things. She'll tell you a little bit more about that. Um, but welcome, Raylynn. Uh, welcome to the show. Let us know how you're doing today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well. I'm uh, very excited to have this conversation with you today. Good, good. I'm glad. Me too. Well, let's start um, start at the beginning. Uh, let us know a little bit about what you do in the world. What's your calling? What are you? How are you serving women? And um, and yeah, just a little bit about that. Yeah. So I consider myself a guide more than a mentor, but mentorship is the word that I choose to lead with often. Mm-hmm. Um, I guide women home to remembering who they were before society told them who they have to be. And this is very much a big part of my own journey. So I find that in the role of motherhood, we lose ourselves. In the role of partnership, we lose ourselves. And it's not that we lose ourselves. We just pile all of these mm, roles on top of who we truly are. And I believe that we are first a woman. And then we choose to be partner. We choose to be CEO. We choose to be mother and remembering and embodying that woman that you are at your heart is really powerful when you can lead yourself from that space in all the roles that you choose to play in life so through the work that I do with women I guide them to release the subconscious programming and really integrate into their truth and while we do that we regulate our nervous system to expand to hold more Mm. and this is where I like to invite in embodiment practices because to embody who you are in your heart and your like your truth and your core is really powerful to be grounded and to just really stay rooted in who you be and then choose to lead yourself from that space. And through my own journey, I've realized that this impact alone really allows everything else to be amplified and I get to be more present and I get to experience more pleasure. And this is really how I lead my own clients is at the level which I lead myself, I'll lead my clients. So um, I have actually come back to the basics within my business. I was doing a lot of group coaching and a lot of group programs. And I really, this last six months have realized that I really enjoy doing life long-term with clients. So one-on-one and going deeper into their own journey and refining their subtle energy and doing that at an intimate level. So I've come back to this um, honoring of myself of guiding women one-on-one in sacred containers and sistership. And yeah, I'm really excited. It's beautiful. I love that. And how do you implement 
that in that container? What kind of methods do you use or what kind of like walk me through a session or a transformation and, and how that, how that goes with what you do? I, I love that this is based on intuition because that's really how I lead each session is I enter in the space and then I intuitively read like where we're at. Um, we begin with the body. So we drop in with breath, a little bit of movement so that we're really awakening and shaking up. And I, I call it like the, sh the shifter. You're like shifting all the things so that what we're meant to do in that session comes to the surface, isn't able to stay, sh stay hidden when we move in the body. Um, and then we, we will touch base a little bit on what's going on between our sessions. Most of the time I do know because I integrate Voxer. So like there's constant um, space for them to share how they're integrating their healing into their daily life and what they've come up with for resistance. And then I love to like timeline therapy is one of my modalities that I love to lead with. And, um, various different, I want to call them like integrated and intuitive. I've kind of taken various modalities and made them into my own. So really releasing stored trauma in the body while reprogramming the mind. This can be through EFT tapping or movement or breath and um, really creating perspective shifts. That's what I've subtle perspective shifts and allowing us to open up into what's possible for you and expanding from that. A lot of the clients that I work with um, in the beginning, they don't even have, they don't come in with a dream, but they don't come in with goals. They haven't allowed themselves to even expand into that. They just are floating through the mundane of everyday life at that point. So I always invite in some curiosity, like what's possible for you next and allowing us to lead with that curiosity within them and cultivate that as a natural way of living for them. So that's beautiful. I love that. And, and so very intuitive and so very feminine. I can hear how it just kind of creates itself through the vibrations of the moment and yeah. you answer the call to whatever is needed. And that's so important yeah. with transformational counseling and coaching. It's just extremely important. So why, why did you kind of turn in this direction? I mean, obviously it's a calling, but why would you say you were called in this direction? What's your, uh, maybe not the origin story that, as they call it, but just yeah. the, the why. So, um, <laughs> my own, my own journey of really leaning into my own work and healing my internal environment was created in trauma. And, I led myself in that space of the, the mind and the energy. And I really didn't connect into my body until about three years into my own journey. And the moment, and I had yoga teacher training and physical fitness training. I had all these different ways of moving my body, but I had not connected how important it was to release the stored trauma within my body as well as my mind space. And so I was about four and a half years into my own journey. And then I realized I had opened my own gym. I had left corporate world. I was working with women in, in the setting of transforming, like transforming their body. And they were coming to me all the time to talk, to release within their mind. And it was through this beautiful dance that I was doing that I realized that there's power of reprogramming and redesigning our mind. And we have to do this while we're releasing the stored trauma in our body. 
in this through this beautiful dance and this own my, my own journey and witnessing this within my clients I I knew that I needed to shift and it felt so undeniable like I actually couldn't it kept showing up in all these different ways and um my the catalyst for me being where I am at today is truly a mission for women to live more present I realized that through all that time before my like trauma and actually looking in my life I was so concerned about everything outside of that very moment and there's power of coming into right now. And really though, it's allowing yourself to be so present with right now and actually loving who you be. Mm -hmm. And so that was the, like, that was my own beginning journey is learning to love exactly who I am now, not the potential of who I can be or the moments I was in my past when I was doing things that really lit me up, but like loving myself right now, even in, some turmoil and uncomfort and all the things but just being really present and this is really impacts how I am as a mother as well so I like to ensure that that's a beautiful dance absolutely yeah and you mentioned um before we started the recording that um motherhood was a big part of that spiritual journey for you and that awareness journey yeah. and, and I remember you mentioned also that some of the trauma was almost losing your son yeah. a couple of times. So yeah. how did your spiritual awareness and, you know, this process that you're talking about that was intuitively created mm -hmm. help you through that healing? Yeah. Um, before I began my own healing journey, I suppressed, that was like my natural state of being. So if there was emotions, I'd push them down. I would never allow anybody to know that I was hurting. I was always the strong one. Who would hold space for everybody else and I know that many can relate to that it's very common in our society to be strong for everyone and through the labor and delivery of my youngest son and then eight days later I dropped on our bathroom floor and absolutely fainted and I was flown out and I actually left our youngest son for three days with his grandma and through this whole journey, I actually suppressed. And it wasn't until about two years later that I really realized how much that impacted me. And I allowed myself to open up to, hey, I need to feel this. I need to really process like the impact this had on me because through all of the suppression that I had of my emotions, even now, randomly when I cry seven years into this journey, of really embodying who I am sometimes I'm like I don't even know where these tears are coming from because I had suppressed for so long and also like not not knowing if they're mine or not but through the trauma and then the suppression and then another trauma I call it my trauma piled upon trauma and just pushing them down I really realized that the true healing happens when you allow yourself to feel the full expression of the emotion. So when I finally realized like I'm trying to control everything in my life so that I can control my death because there was like some fear that was really stagnant and it wasn't until I got really raw and honest with myself that my trauma response was control. So I tried to control everyone outside of myself because that would mean that I could control myself. 
And in that control, I lost control of absolutely everything. And instead of listening to the guidance of the universe, God, creator, whomever we resonate with, um, instead of listening to those little moments, I suppressed them. And it was in that suppression that it kept piling up until it was like a volcanic explosion and I no longer could ignore it. And I knew that I was meant to do it in an unconventional way. I had been seeing a therapist for about two years and I felt like I was constantly circling my problem and I couldn't ever get past that. I couldn't ever get past to that level that I desired. And I had wrote a some form of a test to see where I, where I was rated in post-traumatic stress disorder. And I had scored the highest you possibly could. And they, uh, they had prescribed me medication and I went and filled my prescription. And it was the moment I got home and I was about to put my prescription down and actually take it that I was like, this isn't, this isn't how I meant to be. And it was like, in that moment, I was like, no, like I have to do this differently. And in my own way, I started to look for different ways to like take care of my mental health and to process my emotions. And then with all the suppression of everything up to that point, I had a breakdown when I was in McDonald's with my kids and I was sitting there and at the table and I was just crying and crying and crying. And this is the level to which I really realized I hid my emotions. A girlfriend of mine called me in that moment and we'd been friends for like 15 years. And she had never heard me cry. She's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, I have not actually ever heard you cry like this. And I said, no, I'm not okay. Like, I don't understand. And she gave me some really solid advice in that moment. Different than she had up to that point of our friendship. And I just asked her what she was doing. I was actually more concerned she was on drugs because it was the most like calm, um, powerful advice that she'd ever given me. And she said, no, actually, I'm working with a woman. And it was that moment I was like, I need to start saying yes to things. And I said, can I have her information? I never asked questions. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I handed this woman my credit card. And I just said, like, whatever you're doing with Jamie, I want to do that. And they were like, oh, okay. And that was like my beginning. And I really realized that it was for my children because I knew I needed to be a better mother. I knew that the control and the frustration and the anger, because it was coming out in very negative emotions, that they didn't deserve to see me in that space. That makes so much sense. And that's a beautiful story of just determination to live on your yeah. own, your, your own spirit's terms and to say mm. yes to what would support that. That's so important because the world yeah. is not designed for that for the most part, right? No, <laughs> and we quick, resist saying yes. And yeah, and then, but you're committing to a life of, you know, and sometimes that's necessary, but if you do have the option, sometimes the harder path of doing that internal healing is, is yeah. you know, well, it's always the better way if you have the choice. <laughs> yeah, and I was just talking to a client about this, actually. Like, I'm going to use the word hard because it's easier to like, really share what I'm about to share, but it's like, which, which version of hard are you choosing? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like both are hard. Exactly. So we can, we can stay in the space that we're in and we know that that's really uncomfortable or we can step into doing something unconventional and it's still going to be uncomfortable and just as hard, but like the outcome of doing it differently was so radical for me. And I know that's what I'm seeing within my clients and what I have seen within my clients since I stepped into this. So it's beautiful. I love it. 
And I know we talked a little bit about um, your ex- current expansion, you know, as, yeah. as uh, spiritual guides and helpers, we're always on our own path. Yeah. And, and a lot of, once we commit to that path, the expansion often has to do with what we do for others and what next steps we're going to take. So if you don't mind, I'd love to do a quick uh, little Oracle card reading for you for what's going on. Absolutely love that. <laughs> okay, great. We'd love awesome. it. Very good. Well, I've been busy shuffling very quietly over here. So it's interesting. Um, I can't remember if it's before we started recording or not, but uh, we talked about um, kind of shedding the skin and becoming a, that new version where you literally got the serpent card, um, which is all about that. that. So you can't mm-hmm. make this stuff up. Um, and really the big challenge of letting the past go and letting your the expectations you had of yourself go um, into the past because people are going to expect you to show up in the ways that maybe in the, if you used to have codependent tendencies or people pleasing, or I'm going to show up for you and put my business aside, or I don't want to get too successful. If it makes you uncomfortable, you know, there's, there's thing, ways that we will do that. And um, a lot of times it does have to do with that fear of who we will become because we don't even recognize ourselves yet. So um, with that, there may be some, some fear and hesitation about how, how people are going to perceive you or if you will even be able to stay in their lives sometimes. And I feel like for you, that might be very true that there's specific people that like, I don't know if I can even see them for Christmas because (laughs) the negativity is so difficult or the pattern is so deep. So remembering that you're going through a major transformation. I've got the fire card here, which is all about kind of being, it's, you know, the card of a Phoenix, you know, going down into the fire, burning down into the ashes, and you're in that place. Um, I've got another card here talking about that you're in your own container of transformation and that it is temporary and you know that, but it's not necessarily easy or um, fully understood yet. There's clarity that's still coming. And so now's the time to sort of sweat out those old patterns, those old expectations of yourself um, and know that you know, when you're thinking about it, you know, another way to think about it is definitely the caterpillar going into the chrysalis to become the butterfly. I like to think about what stage am I in, in this transformation? And that really helps when you're feeling frustrated with the process, like, okay, well, I'm in the gooey part or no, I've grown my legs (laughs) and I'm almost time to, my wings are getting there. Um, And likewise, as the Phoenix rises from those ashes, like where, where do I feel like I am in that story? And um, so that's going to be very helpful. And the, and the biggest challenge and, and the biggest thing that will help you is remembering your, the depth of your spirituality. And, you know, it's not, this is the kind of spiritual connection that's mystical. It's not just, um, you know, kind of, mm, I think in the personal development world, we'll have these like, yeah, you're here, you're here, you're here. But the, this internal shift that happens, that's, it's more about a conversation you might have in the moment with the clouds or the trees and it's unsaid. You don't even really even know what is said, but you feel transformed by it. These very mystical experiences. So definitely remembering your source in that way and, and connecting with it. And then also removing your energy from things that don't serve you anymore. Cause you're definitely draining your energy to that a little bit. So I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But it's, it's, you're, you're doing it. (laughs) It's happening. I do feel that. 
mm-hmm. um, specifically this last week. <clears throat> Obviously, my throat chakra doesn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that control that we spoke about earlier, it's like where society talks a lot. And in the spiritual world, we hear about surrendering and letting go. And it's not easy. Like we're still human and we have these moments. And this past week, it's been a very different experience when I'm leaning into surrender. And I've been spending like time outside every day in the space where you said like, listen to the things. And it's beautiful what you see when you're outside and you're just noticing. And for me, it was the awareness that like who I am now and who I am becoming. I love that you brought that up. Like I'm not even aware of who I'm becoming. I can see glimpses of her and I see her in different spaces and I've done a lot of work with her, but the clarity around who she is and the impact that she's here to make and the way that she's showing up isn't, it's a little bit unknown and that's scary, but the level to which surrender has entered into my world and just knowing that I've been really leading with the quote, loving what is, this Mm -hmm. week and just really like allowing myself to love exactly what is even in the uncomfort Mm -hmm. even in the transition even in the moments where I'm like oh my god I could go backwards and I could do this my old way and that just doesn't feel good for me so I'm just going to be in this transition phase Mm -hmm. and absolutely love what is and love every single moment and if it's a fleeting moment and it's a moment that's going to disappear like I'm going to love it right now because that's important to be really present with every single moment and knowing that um, in my space, it's, it's, you can't control and choose what people want to see within you. I've played many roles in many people's journeys. Yes. And it's not always been a beautiful one. (laughs) Right. It's not always been, um, it's not always been the hero. Sometimes I'm the villain and I have to honor that. Yeah, that's right. a level of curiosity right like and an openness like if they're willing to get to know me through I love that you brought up the butterfly because that's something I always talk about but through the process because the transformation of butterfly is not always pretty mm, that's right and this shows up in all areas so my business myself my relationships mm-hmm. my relationship with wealth all of it is going through this like massive transformation right now and it's really beautiful to hear that from you. So thank you. You're so welcome. I love, I love that sweet spot of transformation. You know, it's otherwise things just stay the same. Even ever since I was a little kid, I just get bored very easily. (laughs) So it's about constant growth, constant, and not necessarily challenge to where it's like, you're, you know, really uh, traumatizing yourself through the challenge, but it's, you know, stepping into that. Yes. And saying, okay, well, here I go again. And especially as you know, on the spiritual path of, of helping others, we get our assignments. So I always say spirits, my boss, yeah. I have a, a client gave me <laughs> this sweet yeah. little picture that I have framed on my altar. And it's just like, yep, that's right. No matter what I think should happen, you know, I'm going to get that yeah. guidance. If I stay plugged in, if I, if I unplug, you know, there's certain structural things and strategy things you can learn, but otherwise that's going to be the ultimate say so, or else you're not going to be aligned with what you're trying to do. So mm, I, think I love that's that. important to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And I think that that's where the work I do with clients is really powerful. It's, it's um, remembering that you have that inner wisdom and I call it like their inner compass, right? At the beginning, they don't even know what it is. And um, this is a whole nother conversation, but one of the 
first things that I really navigate with clients is unraveling their nervous system because you can't really hear your true intuition and your true guidance if you're in this state of entanglement and gripping energy, right? You're going to say, oh, well, my intuition says that that's not comfortable for me. But the truth of the matter is your nervous system is telling you it's not comfortable for you because it's been in this constant state of fight, flight, freeze, fawn, fear. And once you calm your nervous system, you're actually going to deeply connect into that intuition and make a choice from a space of empowerment rather than from fear. So, Yes, I love you speak in my language. I love that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's so important to know the difference too, between the, the thoughts and the fears. Cause they're, that's when it gets really confusing because you can think thoughts that are stressing you out, or you're actually dealing with something new that's triggering that fear. And either way, it's like, okay, guys, shh, let's get quiet. So that's yeah. why I think, uh, you know, that stillness is so important, which is that calming of the nervous system. And I love that you even mentioned that because with energy healing, it seems to me, that's the biggest goal whenever we're doing energy work, it's to, to get into that calm space and to uh, help someone get there too, so that the answers can rise up, you know, we're all reflections yeah. of each other. So that's, I, feel that. I just think that's really cool. Cause for a long time, it was very mysterious. I'm like, this is what we're doing. I like it. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I think it's not spoken about enough, like that we can have these intuitive hints, but like, is it really your intuition? Like in the beginning of my journey, I wouldn't even been knowing what was true and what was not. And I just stayed focused on like what my next step was, even though I was probably receiving guidance to go really big and all these things. But from this space of, I need to really calm and expand what I'm even capable of holding right now before I like connect into my intuition at a deeper level. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the beautiful message for, you know, just the theme of this show for the listeners as well is to make sure that you are in that space and in that if there is something you're called to do, it will come back around, you know, it'll come back around in a different way. You, we get these yeah. invitations of initiation and it, you know, if it's meant to be, it doesn't stop. So you can, yeah. you, you can say no for a minute <laughs> yeah. and back up and, and, and let it unfold naturally. I think that's a beautiful way to do it as well and let life lead. Oh, right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I do. And I agree with that. Yeah. Looking back, that's how my life has been. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Raylan. Um, please let the audience know where they can find you. If you have a place they can sign up to keep in touch with you. Um, yeah. Um, RaylanDanielle.com. So R-A-E-L-Y-N-N-D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E.com. Um, you can sign up for my newsletters. I send out weekly, I call them love letters. <laughs> And um, that's the first space where you're going to learn about anything that I'm offering or any gifts, I call them, when I decide to give gifts. And then I have a space on Facebook. It's called Wild at Heart and Instagram. Instagram is my favorite, favorite place to hang out, share all my things, go live. So it's at Wildly Raylan Danielle on Instagram. And I'm an open book. So just send me a DM and I would love to have a conversation. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I peeked at your Instagram and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm, very enjoyable. You. <laughs> so you guys go check it out. <laughs> mm, thank you. You're welcome. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening today. Thanks Raylan for being here. We'll catch you next time.
Yeah, thank you. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.